recording? Yep, recording. Okay, so initial test podcast for, is it the blue light or is it the blue lights? Blue light. Blue light. The blue light. The blue light blue chats. Light chat. uh, blue light chats. Okay, okay. Blue light so, chats. Okay, so where we discuss video games, movies, and TV shows, and we're starting with Star Wars, which you saw today. I sure did. And initial thoughts. Well, first off, I think we have to say, if you haven't seen it already, it's going to be spoilers. It's this is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the movie. It You're is right, because I'm not professional, and I didn't say we're not. We're, I'm not professional. I say we should talk about the fact that we're going to spoil the movie if you listen to this. And the fact that we're not professionals is also uh, towards our critiques. We're not real critics. We're just two diehard fans of the Star Wars franchise. Don't take us seriously. And if you do, then go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> okay, so you saw it, so talk about it. I saw it a couple weeks ago, so you're the one who just saw it. Yeah. So, I didn't want... Going into it, I actually didn't know anything. No one... I made, I made sure that everyone who had seen it didn't say anything to me about it. Whether they liked it or if they hated it. Um, that was one thing I didn't want because you know once you have like oh it was really good hype starts going up or like oh it was really bad like i'm still gonna see it of course but like i'm gonna go in being disappointed i had the opposite because the people like close friends told me that they liked it and they had previously hated seven and eight so therefore i was like so did they totally change shit up because they didn't like seven and eight i liked seven and eight so if they like it i'm probably not going to like it but then they also told me that the critics hated it and I disagree with critics all the time, so I was like, I don't know where the hell I'm at. <laughs> like, but again, it's Star Wars, lightsabers, freaking starfighter fights. Sign me up. I don't care. Yeah. It's gonna be good. And and the thing about critics is it's critics and public opinion is never reliable. Um, example: The Witcher Netflix series. Uh, critics t- gave it terrible reviews, like hor- horrible reviews. But like the fan base, like and the public, great great show. That makes sense to me because I've never even played the game. I'm completely unbiased. And yep. Everyone that I've talked to about it has liked it. Both who've played it and who have not, they both like it. I mm-hmm. need to watch it, but I mean, I'll, I'll give it a try. But um, yeah, the people who are even diehard fans of the game have liked it. Um, even the books. It started off as books. You are correct. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but okay, back to Star Wars. So again, um, and you are the biggest Palpatine fan, so... Oh, man, I was stoked. <laughs> that trailer did not set me up for how much Palpatine was actually going to be in the movie. Yep. The trailer, I don't think, did the movie justice. I didn't like the trailer, but I loved the movie. I mean, right off the bat, we get my all-time favorite character, Palpatine, as, like, the biggest threat at that moment, to the point where Kylo Ren just drops everything absolutely until they go after him and then we see him in like the first 10 15 minutes minutes. that's like a zombie (laughs) yeah it was it was creepy as hell and i didn't know what the hell was going on but it was super spooky no that was awesome i and i also like the fact that it it left off exactly where uh for kylo he you know ultimately failed in the end of eight so he immediately was on a mission. And it, it, even like the, the startup of every Star Wars has like that, that brick of text explaining mm-hmm. exactly what the movie is going to present to you. And it literally says uh, Ray and the good guys are like trying to piece together their, their army and try to like have one last attack against you know, the bad guys and the First Order and Kylo and everything like that. Meanwhile, Kylo Ren is on the search for Palpatine through that crystal. I forget the name of it. <laughs> um Oh, the uh, help me out. It's it's like a uh, it's like a Sith. It's almost like a Sith beacon to get to the I, home of the Sith. I think that's what it is. I think it's been a couple weeks, so I don't know all the details. Like, I you could also um, find that out eventually. But yeah, um, being, Palpatine being in it was definitely uh, be, being like a, a large character and like a plot point. I thoroughly loved, just like the guy's a genius it's it's just it's just remarkable also um, the fact and i can't find out how that is so i'm just gonna stop right now but um i also didn't play jedi fallen order which you had hinted at the fact that like palpatine was gonna be like almost half robotic or whatever like, it wasn't you know, actually the fallen order 
Um, it was the... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Battlefront 2. You're right. Mm-hmm. It was Battlefront 2 that had the, uh, like, the spoiler. Not spoiler, but, like, kind of, like, the hint that he was going to be half projection, half robot. Like, droid I, Yeah, I don't... Thing. At this point, I still don't know. And, yeah. it, it, like, it, at first, it showed him standing there, like, like in the first scene and in other scenes after that. But then the final scene, it literally had him, like, attached to, like, a crane. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of threw me a little bit. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I guess if I had played the game, I would have well, played the story mode of the game. I would have actually saw that coming. But I just knew I knew he was going to be more than a ghost. At least I had that yeah. coming in that he was going to be more than a ghost. But he came in more as like an actual person, even though zombified and like I think he even saw a finger bone. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> like, he had a like couple a, fingers. Yeah, 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 it's like uh, what the hell? Okay. Um, other things that you liked or disliked. Um, it was so a. Uh, I'm going. I'm, I'm sticking to Palpatine real quick. Just okay. I love him, um, but in comparison to what I saw in the Battlefront Two campaign story mission, he, he was like bad campaign. Tr- by the way, what was that bad campaign? By the way, oh yeah, oh, it was terrible, <laughs> terrible campaign. Um, but what I dead air. We can edit that out. <laughs> okay. It's better than saying, um... Uh, yeah, that, that, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just something. I didn't expect a body. I didn't expect his real body, and that's what it was. I was just picturing a robot. it was zombified. I was picturing a robot controlled by a ghost, because it's Star Wars and anything fucking happened. Yeah. So, and I'm not sure what because i know jj abrams of course like they even ryan johnson they gave uh directors full creative um uh rights towards making their movies which is why you see new force powers and stuff like that which a bunch of people bitch about but i like that (laughs) yeah i i think it adds adds something more to than what we've already seen and it's also something that like you don't hire an author to write a book with strict guidelines you give the author the full power to write the story and that's what a director does like along with the writers of course but you know mm-hmm. i'm not really gonna get bitched out from anyone listening I mean, because of that exact statement i just made but whatever moving on i mean like a lot of uh directors i mean you can even if they don't write it you just know them as like oh that's a christopher nolan movie or that is a quentin tarantino film um, like yeah, I think they wrote some of them, of course, and probably weren't like the only almost ones like calling cards, hmm? like like calling cards, like shtick, like yeah. st- like uh, trademarks. I guess is the term mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, something that I liked, um, and I don't know if you picked up on it, you might disagree, but at least I didn't see it as much in seven and eight. I guess maybe in seven when Finn was wielding the lightsaber, you could see a little bit, but also the way I see it, and I've told you this before off air, is the fact that like a lightsaber is not that much different than just wielding a sword. Anyone can pick up a sword. Like it doesn't mean you don't have to be a Jedi or a Sith to wield a lightsaber. You just turn the button on and you use it like a sword. So in the first couple of seven, you see him use it. In this movie, because it goes away in eight, but in this movie, and I actually have to rewatch eight strictly because I want to see if there's any subtle hints, but in nine I saw quite a few subtle hints of him being force sensitive. Yeah. And I think that's actually a good thing. I think the the movie was mostly about Ray. It was well, it was mostly about Kylo, with Ray and Poe being second on their development, and Finn being like on, of the four main characters, he was the lowest of them in development because eight, it was heavy about him. That's true. So this one had subtle hints of being him being force sensitive, and I like that. Uh, and I looked this up. Well, I didn't look it up. It was actually something that when I was on the internet, uh, Yahoo. Yahoo had like you know like their typical ads of like things that you typically search of. It's a here here's an article for Cookies you, and of course and Star yeah of course so Star Wars being big in the news, um, it said oh here is some uh, quotes from both John Boyega and also J.J. Abrams about like when he's about when he's falling in the pit and he's trying to say something to Ray mm-hmm. and almost everyone thought it was like Ray I love you like yeah. like and I thought that too, um, according to both of them and again I'm gonna take the actor and the director at their word. Of mm-hmm. what the, what it was supposed to be said, it wasn't that, and that's when you see like Kylo and Ray, well Ben and Ray at the end, like they have their own thing, which is I'm really <laughs> off, a little off what I'm talking about, but like I'm seriously glad that like that kiss happened, and then he, she doesn't go and go for Finn 
at the end because that would yeah. just look so bad. It like, would. It would. It would look, look so stupid. So I'm glad that they picked one of like for Ray. Anyway, um, what he was wanting to say to her before they fell in the pit was the fact that he was force sensitive. That's what both those people said was supposed to be the like secret that he was keeping in Poe. And you can even tell that Poe was thinking it was love instead. It was it was force sensitive. The evidence that I saw in the article and also I thought it when I was watching the movie was he knew what Star Destroyer, or I guess that would mm-hmm. be the term, he knew what Star Destroyer was the one that had the beacon that was controlling everything. Like, he knew which one it was. Also, uh, I, I think it was, I forget what planet they're on. It was when, uh, it's when they find uh, Billy D. Williams. Help me out. Lando, Lando. When, yeah. they, when they find Lando, Finn is the one who realizes Kylo is on the planet. Like, He's the one who actually like looks over and sees like he like he can feel Kylo's presence, and he tells Chewie to go out and get Ray. Yeah, Wait. well, no, something he, along that line. They, they were starting up the ship, and then yeah, but he, but he's the one. It wasn't Ray. I think Ray also noticed, but yeah. like he was the first one to say anything that Kylo's there. And it's like how else would you know that? Like mm-hmm. so, it actually gives a little bit. And I know most people. I like Finn. A lot of people don't like Finn, and I think he's supposed to be the jokey character and stuff like that, and he's become more serious as the mm-hmm. movies have progressed. Like, I know the Skywalker story is over. I still think there's room for him or Poe to get movies, side stories, and with that, between the lightsaber fights, Force-sensitive, like, scenes, he could get his own movie, or a TV show, or... Yeah, I mean, and something. off. Yeah. Most people don't like him. I really do like him, and I thought that this was a... A movie where he did—he was not the like the main guy of the of the good guys, but he had enough where he was still very important to the story, mm-hmm. and I liked that. Uh, yeah, he's always had great potential, and I think he that really showed in nine. Even though he didn't get a whole lot of screen time, yeah. I mean, like we take a look at eight, and his side story it's was huge. complete garbage. I'm sorry, and a waste of but time. It was bad and a, and waste, a waste of time. time. Yeah, yeah. It was it was almost more about Rose. Which they barely use. I think that's what Rose is the, the his like I guess was supposed to be his girlfriend, and then they went completely away from it in nine. I, I don't think he felt similarly, which is why she wasn't in the movie a whole lot. I'm glad because she's a boring character. Like no offense against her. Like I'm sure she's a fine actor, <laughs> but character wise, not a good character. Yeah, um, I think I think the actor did what she could with the role however i think the character was not well made the thing is is like i get it it's hollywood they're trying to make you know strong female characters but it's like for god's sakes you already have ray main character of the good guys and also leia main character from the old movies like you already have enough good (laughs) female strong-willed characters like come on like you don't need do anymore. Do you, uh, I don't know the woman who now runs Lucas Arts or Lucas Films. I don't but, remember. Her um, name. she's she's a really big like. Uh, she is she the like the boss boss. Yeah, it's like she's like a head honcho. Um, I mean now after you know George Kathleen Lucas. Kennedy. Yes, that's right, Kathleen. There's so, my looking up geez. skills right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I would technically call her an SJW, but like oh she is. Okay, she's been she, she was talking about stuff like that when the initial release of Ray being the main character and like I wouldn't say up in arms but it was a surprise but it wasn't a surprise because this, this is like the time we're in right now so like that's like the, that's it's not edgy anymore it's just like you should do this yeah. so she was fully on to de- like defending it and again I'm not against it it, yeah. it was it was a good twist I liked that but again it's not like people act like her being like the main character is such a surprise when it's like Leia was a main character the entire time in the first three yeah. movies like she was still a very big hero and then even in the prequel trilogy they don't have like a super big female character but Padme's pretty big she's yeah. very important she's she a is badass the, queen she is the person you know that is the mother of Luke <laughs> and Leia so like she, she's important yeah absolutely I just think that like she brought to light a what she thought was an issue that wasn't actually there. Absolutely, I totally agree. Like, I, I don't think that I don't think that it needed to happen. I'm I, I'm not against. Like I said, I'm not against it. But like, it didn't need to happen. But I'm not mad it happened. And I feel like she was like trying to push the agenda almost like for yeah. a term. Yeah. I'm gonna bring up something that I didn't like, and I we've discussed this before on other on other titles, other movies, shows. When you take death and all of a sudden wish it away it makes actually losing a character not very big because at any point they could come back. 
and I, and I'm not talking about Ray or Kyla or uh, Ben dying. I'm talking about Chewie dying, like dying quote. Like yeah. I thought that was stupid. I thought that was really that was like actually one of my only big quips. It only lasted like 15 minutes because when it happened, it was initial. I was shocked and I'm like, holy crap! Like they Same. killed off Chewie. Like <laughs> I thought that would have been big for Ray and her rage and like like that would push her more to the dark side. Not that mm-hmm. I wanted her to go that way, but I thought that would push her more to it because that's sorrow. That's losing a, like a loved one uh, after losing Luke, after losing Han, like she's losing her friends and mm-hmm. that would push her more to the dark side. And that would, that would bring more of the conflict of the good and the bad in her. Instead, like you said, within 10 minutes, you see him alive again. Yeah. And it, it, not that they, not that the characters know it then. I think it's like probably 20 minutes afterwards. That's when the characters start, they, they save Chewie. They realize he's alive. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think you get 10 full minutes of film time before the audience sees Chewie alive. And it's like, okay, come on. Like, yeah. why? At least make it a surprise, like, a half hour later. Like, there was yeah. still, like, at least a good hour and a half left of that movie at that point. Mm-hmm. So, that was the... I think that was the only big quip that I didn't like. like I agree. Any huge things that struck to you? Um, particularly about the Chewie scene, um, I'm pretty sure you got... Uh, Anyone who's listening, who's seen it, knows um, what happened was it was right after that scene where Ray slices up uh, that um, tie interceptor of Kylo's and does a force pull to bring the ship that we believe has Chewie on it back to land. Yeah, it's, it's, then, a, it's a grappling match between her, her mm-hmm. and the ship trying yeah. to leave. Yeah, and she shot out force lightning. And I in think Kylo is actually trying to push the ship out right yeah he's he's trying trying to push this like send it into orbit okay yeah Yeah. um and she shot out force lightning in rage and blew up the blew up the the transport and we all believed for a brief moment that Chewie was gone Mm -hmm. um and actually when it comes to death in star wars just like you said like it's like you can't just give it and then take it away it has to mean something and what they do in star wars all the time is sorry i don't know what you're looking for like i'm, I'm trying no, to help I, you out if i knew what no, you're looking for i got it um There has to be a body or they're not dead. Look at Boba Fett. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Palpatine. Palpatine. We still don't know if Mace is, Mace Windu, yep. is dead. We don't know that. Um, um, I'm trying to think. There's more than we that. Had, we had Chewie. We had Kylo Ren at the end, at the end. of this movie. Um, if you fall down a pit in Star Wars, you are not dead. Like, you're not, not dead. By, even, not even a living pit, like the Sarlacc, you're not mm-hmm. dead. Nope. Nope. Fell into it three times, by the way. <laughs> three times. I'm pretty sure he's still alive. I think it's I, candy. He's he still lives. Alive. He lives until he's like eighty. Well, okay. Well, I was gonna just about to say like confirm that, but again, the the older books aren't lore anymore. Which is another thing about like I said, Chewie should have died at that point, but the lore people would be like, well, Chewie lives to be like over like hundreds of years old and stuff like that. It's like, well, the books aren't lore aren't lore anymore, so fuck off. Yeah. Um, agree or disagree? I, I don't really care, but. Yeah, like I still think that was a good moment to like, and I like Chewie, but like killing him off, I think that would have made better for the for the story itself. Um, Leia I, dying, sorry, I just remembered when she there got was a body out to the vacuum of space. Well, when she actually did die, there was a body. Like, well, yeah, yeah, there was, but I'm saying like, no, I'm saying that confirms your point. Is like when you see a body oh. and it like disappears, okay, yeah. they're dead. Mm-hmm. Ben. Leia, Luke, <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> like there's a body, they're dead. So I got like that's almost like a like uh, the law with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, also, trying- uh, Han. I mean, Han was stabbed with the lightsaber and thrown out. So like he was absolutely dead. Darth Maul got chopped in half. <laughs> okay, but like <laughs> he fell down. A- okay, I, that that's what I'm saying. They both fell down a pit, and Darth Maul got dropped in half, and he lived. So, uh, like at this point, I, Han only died because Harrison Ford <laughs> demanded he die. Which I, I will say this: I was surprised that scene with him was actual new Harrison Ford footage. I thought they had pre-recorded that because he said he'd come back to seven strictly because I will come back if you kill my character off. Mm-hmm. But J, uh, not JJ, uh, uh, Lucas 
came to Harrison Ford and said, I need you for a scene. Will you do it? And he's like, hit me with the scene. And he told him about like what he wanted. And he agreed and he liked the scene about like the redemption arc. So he, he decided to actually do it. I honestly thought that was like pre-recorded stuff from I years agree. ago. I thought it was too. Yeah, I, I saw that in an article. I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. Like, And I really don't like Harrison Ford. I like I love, I love Han Solo. But Harrison Ford's kind of a dick. <laughs> and he uses... <laughs> He has most of his career for his startup in Star Wars, but yet he hates Star Wars. I think I, had I to disagree with, totally um, with that. It's like you owe yourself to yeah. at least enjoy it enough. I think it was um, getting a little off topic with Harrison Ford. I think it was a lot to do with inter-actor relationships um, and of his other jobs. So I think either bef- a little after four or after five. He got hired on as Indiana Jones, and then he became the main character at Indiana Jones, and then came back to Star Wars, where he wasn't a main character, he was a side character. And also on top of the fact, I don't know if he and Carrie Fisher had an actual thing, but Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill definitely did, off camera. It said Indiana Jones started in 1981 the first movie i know the first star wars was 1979 or 1978 i think uh, it episode was... five was 1980 so i guess it was after after episode five for what you're referencing okay so it was after episode five that he started indiana jones which would make sense because that was his that was his biggest role like by himself mm-hmm. um and then we kick off into the 90s and he's like a huge actor so i i mean i totally get where he's coming from he wants to not be typecasted but like i don't see Mark Hamill or Carrie Fisher complaining their way to the bank, even though they were completely typecasted. And then Luke ends up being skips from regular show, and Carrie ends up being uh, what is her name in Family Guy? It's Peter's boss, uh, oh, Angela. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's like they end up going into voice acting for stupid cartoons, and they don't complain. So why do you mm-hmm. complain? Everyone's going to know them as who they are, Luke and Leia yeah. and Han. But they end up doing other stuff, and it doesn't matter. No, it's not. Um, <clears throat> the the thing. I don't know. I'm still conflicted on the end because Kylo is always my favorite character. And I didn't know. I, I, I completely left it alone of if is, is he going to end as the bad guy, end as the good guy, is he going to die, is he going to live? I completely left it open-ended. I think any ending would have worked. I liked the fact that he went back to the light or if, if Ray would have went to the dark or if they would have like found a neutral ground and like did their own thing. Any of the endings I would have been satisfied with because, again, most of them would have been different endings, especially if she turned evil or if they did their own thing, whatever. Um, I like the redemption arc. I like that he went back to Ben. I, 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 Because he's my favorite character, I didn't want him to die. Mm-hmm. But he died in the best situation, I think, possible. Because, though I will say this, and I think other people agree, is that I wish I would have seen more Ben Solo. Like, more Ben Solo with the lightsaber and like mm-hmm. you know, he fought in even a different style it looked like when he was fighting with that saber as opposed to like his like yeah. his actual like you know tri saber everything like that <clears throat> i liked the ending i liked the fact that he did that i th- like not for a second did i think ray was actually gonna die i i saw the scene i saw her eyes everyone thought she was dead oh, well most people thought she was dead i was like there's no way she's dying some way she's coming back i really hoped that he healed her and they would live happy happily ever after, but that's cliche. I like that he ended up dying. Like it was a good fitting ending. He died the good guy, and it gives a better meaning. It's like a double entendre for the actual film name, Rise of Skywalker. You know, Ray ends up taking the name Skywalker at the end. The Rise of Skywalker. Also at the same time, Ben's actually a Skywalker, and he has his redemption arc. Redemption arc. He like he. It's kind of like following the footsteps of. Anakin at mm-hmm. the end, like he does the right thing at the end, and he dies to do it. But at the same time, he does get like it is the rise of Skywalker. Like he actually like he does the, the right thing to end the lineage because that really is the end of it. Like Ray can take the name, sure, but she's not really a Skywalker. And I think the name means something. It's not just, um, and it might it might not mean something to like just people on the street who happen to hear it, like in their universe of course you know in our world everyone knows who skywalker is of course i think it's more of like a uh you know the people who are close to her who are like okay yeah i understand that um but i think it's it's more like symbolism yeah and and like i mean anyone in that universe is going to know the name skywalker so like it's, it's a good thing she kept the name i see a lot of people that don't like that she took the name i liked it like 
Yeah, I wrote a note about it, but I wasn't I wasn't sure if I liked it or if I disliked it. I only liked it because, again, there's no way that there was going to be any lineage at that point. So she carries on the name. I don't know. To me, that was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, on a topic of things that I didn't like, <laughs> I mean... I guess it was, I liked it, but it happened way too late. And that was Chewie's medal. They finally gave Chewie his own goddamn medal. And they, I'm going to be honest, I completely forgot he didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> In other movies, I actually completely forgot he didn't get one. That man has seen more action <laughs> than anybody else. Soul. Like he fought in the Clone Wars, and then he like helped blow up the Death Star, and he just stood there up there with Luke and Han while they got medals and he got shit. It's almost like a Leonardo DiCaprio thing where like <laughs> at this point it's kind of an insult to give him an Oscar. It's at this point it's, a, it's just an insult. It's like so you're finally giving me a fucking medal? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, what wasn't... about all the other things I did? <laughs> what I love is it wasn't even a ceremony. It was just the ones like, hey, about time you had this and handed it to him. I'm like, Fuck off! I honestly didn't even really pick that up. I like, like I said, I forgot he didn't get a medal. So like in the it, when I watched it in the theater, I didn't really pick up on the fact that he had not gotten one yet. Like this is a big moment, even though it really is. To me, it wasn't that big. So I didn't even think about it. I feel like most people. I don't know. Maybe maybe most people noticed. I never did. Um, that that is funny though. Um, I I didn't like how little Lando Calrissian was in that movie. Uh, they felt like in the trailer they put him in there for a reason. And like, I don't know. He in, he initially was just like, "This is your problem now, kid." Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, "Here, this is the information I know now. Get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> cash grab. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't blame him for taking the money. I would take the money. Oh, of but um, yeah, they just have him for that, and then they have him finally flying the Falcon. Which that was a cool scene. I liked. Like it was like everything was falling apart, and then all of a sudden, all those ships come around. That was cool. Um, I did like that. Yeah, that was that was a that was a cool thing where it really did show like all the the universe is against the first order. Like we're not all bowing down to it. Or in this case, like the what was it, the final order was mm-hmm. Palpatine's thing. So it really showed that like everyone was out to help each other, even though they're just a bunch of farmers and slaves and like you know. They're, they're common men and, women, yeah. and they're fighting together it's like and he's leading the charge cool but yeah he was in that movie for like a total of what like maybe 20 minutes <laughs> of actual screen time Mm-mm. he's in Nine, there for like like a five 20. minute scene it's probably like 10 minutes but like five minute scene there a couple shots of him flying the falcon yeah. was he even at the end was he actually there at the yeah. celebration yeah he was because okay um, yeah there was the uh po- i call it the potential lando spinoff because we have lando and the Endor horse riding chick who helped Finn take down the one Star Destroyer. It was those two, like, sitting down. And she asks Lando... Oh, the other Stormtrooper? The female Stormtrooper? Yeah, storm the other Stormtrooper. I forget right. her name. I don't know it either. I'm not um, looking it up. <laughs> uh, Good character, she, but... Eh. <laughs> she looked to Lando and was like, so where are you from? And he's like, an old system. Or something like that, or an yeah, old did galaxy. he not pick up on the fact that like that was his daughter or something? Uh, that's what I read into it. See, I don't know, but uh, that's that's immediately what I thought was like, like it was like him trying to not tell her that. I don't know how he would know though because she was taken as a child. Yeah, but I mean, if if, if you have a kid and, and he, if he was aware his kid got taken type of thing, yeah, like that, that's my thing. I just think it was him like going, "Why tell her now? Let her live her own life." Type of thing. It was like a nice shot. Mm-hmm. It like putting that out there that was what i initially thought it could completely be yeah. bunk debunked i don't know because what he said afterwards was he asked her he's like where are you from she's like i don't know and he's like well let's find out so i'm like lando spinoff <laughs> how old how old is billy d williams like i, I have to know he's gotta be it, but um, he, he has to be freaking in his 70s right oh well, yeah i mean he's about as old as you know, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, those guys, they're in their 70s. You want to know something? No. He's 82. He's 82? Holy fuck. He was born before World War II started. <laughs> 1937. Okay, boomer. That's way before boomers. <laughs> boomers was like 1945 to 54 or something like that. My parents are boomers. You're a proto boomer. Yeah. <laughs> You don't speak Stop ill. Of, you don't speak ill of Billy D. Williams. He's a damn good man. 
If he was old <laughs> enough, he would have fought in World War II. <laughs> enough about the damn Tic Tacs. I believe in fucking Williams don't die. I don't remember telling me the land was a trade-off. Fuck you, damn it! <laughs> Robot chicken credited, so you can't sue us. Copyright. <laughs> um, but there was the. I'm trying to think back. See, this is the thing. It's like you just watch this. Everything's so fresh in your mind. Like I watched it like two weeks ago. It's actually hard for me to like think of pinpoints. So I'm trying to rely on you. Um. Well, I'm gonna kick it back a bit, and you we're talking about deaths, and I just thought of one. Um, because we you you talked about the chewy death, and and how like it didn't really mean anything because you brought him back. Like all that meant was that like oh there's stuff cost. It was it was literally an excuse to show Ray using force lightning, which is a dark side power. Like, yeah. Um. But I think Palpatine's death. I don't think I. I, I think it was to- probably torn between fans as to whether they liked it or not. Of course, I liked it because I don't think when I tell people that Palpatine is my favorite character. They're like, why? What, who, who, why, why, why this nobody? And, like, seemingly nobody. Like, they, they're confused as to why he's my favorite. I'm like, because he's a mastermind, of course. Yeah. And, like, everything he did, he pretty much got spot on correct. Like, he failed twice, which I might talk about at another point in time. But um, right now I'm talking about his death and how... Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, fulfilled the prophecy, brought balance to the Force by killing the remaining Sith, which was Palpatine. And, like, he was supposed to fulfill the prophecy, and he yeeted Palpatine down the middle of the Death Star 2.0. So are you saying that, like, he... I don't don't understand. Are you saying Palpatine... Palpatine dying in Episode 6 completes the skywalker lineage it should because he was the chosen one that was the whole point of the skywalker lineage they brought palpatine back and now vader's sacrifice he died because he because he killed palpatine yeah you got the force light shocked, and such. Yeah, yeah. exactly so his death meant nothing almost nothing maybe that's like a, a change in luke and the fact that you can turn a dark sith lord back to the light side which what ray did well actually ray didn't do it to kylo it was the death of his mother that brought him back to the. i light think it was side. both i think it was a little bit of both i think it was i think it was leia like force projecting and talking to him and at the same time because of his little bit of weakness there ray gets the better of him Stabs him. Stabs him. He, yeah, and, and would have killed him. And then she, sh- like his arch nemesis Ray, shows mercy and heals him. Like instead of letting him die, which she easily could have. In that situation, I feel like Luke would have. Like, mm-hmm. if it, like, but she heals him. It's like I think like he was at the bottom of the pit of despair at that point. Like he did. He's always been a confused character. So mm-hmm. like, I think this was like the final push that said, you know what, this just isn't worth it anymore. And like. So honestly, I feel like it was both Ray and Leia. Yeah, but that being, I mean, go, going back to the Darth Vader's sacrifice meaning nothing, it just it kind of stung a little bit, you know. I think like, I don't think people some people might not see it that way. I guess the way I would say, like, not to argue it, it's just the fact that like I think everyone got amped because Palpatine was back and stuff like that. So like I guess everyone wasn't thinking of that going into the movie was like oh well so part six didn't matter i guess it was like anakin did bring balance to the force but like he was the chosen one sure but again i think and even palpatine says it, he is the sith like this was a ending of the sith like he like even the chosen one isn't above the sith like the mm-hmm. sith every sith lives in palpatine and stuff like oh i'm sorry palpatine lives in every sith and stuff like that that he's trained before him and everything like that so like i guess this was the absolute best way like think of it think of it this way palpatine's not in the movie it's ray in the not rebellion what is it the first not the first one the uh it's not the is it it's not the rebellion what do they call themselves it's the resistance. the resistance. That's it. Yeah, they keep changing the fucking names. So resistance against the first order, Ray versus Kylo. That could be the end of it. Sure, be a the way ending, but yeah. exactly this way, 
she ends up killing the Sith. Like, she ends up destroying the entire Sith. For what we know, there could be mm-hmm. movies that are later in time and stuff like that. It's so like, Anakin, I guess, didn't fulfill, ev- like, everything about putting balance in the Force, but he, I guess, he pushed he pushed it to the point where it's like, all right, I did enough. <laughs> I can't do it all, but I did mm-hmm. enough. And then 30 years later, this is where we get this story and stuff like that. So like he, because if he doesn't do that, the whole, yeah. the whole universe is the, the empire and Palpatine's still in charge, everything like that. He's just going to find some other guy, whatever. Like he's still running the universe. So I guess I, I think this was the best ending of like, because everyone knew nine was the end of Skywalker. Star Wars for what we know like the main story of Star Wars so like what better way to end it than killing the main bad guy that's been there since episode one yeah. like like it is done yeah. <laughs> like that part's done I... thank god because I love I love the new movies but you can't keep going like, no. like we can't, can't have a, a 10, 11, 12 you're gonna really lose me you're gonna lose them I've been defending the new trilogy since 7 and a lot of people don't like them I can't keep defending after this. Like, this was the best ending. Don't bring it back. Make Star Wars movies. Fine. I wasn't the biggest fan of Rogue One. It's a pretty good movie. I still haven't seen Solo. I've heard good things. I'll watch it. But I like Solo a lot. I would still want a Boba Fett movie. I like. I haven't watched The Mandalorian. I need to watch it. Looks great. I'm going to probably enjoy it a lot. Um, but, yeah, you can't continue this stuff. You can't keep bringing back. Because guess what? They're going to start dying at this point. <laughs> We've already seen it. <laughs> yeah. Billy D. Uh, Harrison Ford, uh, Mark Hamill, like they don't have much time left either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the characters that made Star Wars as great as it is, they're going out. They killed off all the characters. At now. a certain point, George Lucas is going to go, and he's been brought back for eight and nine to be consultants. And I think they said that they what? I thought he was brought back to like give his opinion and stuff. <laughs> they didn't take his opinions, man. Oh. Oh yeah, no. He he sold his creative rights when I know he, that, but like I I heard it. that he was brought back to at least just like just give his thoughts. Like I'm sure they took at least some of his things that he said. Nope, not Ryan Johnson. Well, maybe okay, that's eight, but I think seven and nine maybe. Well, actually, seven they didn't ask him, so nine. I I feel like they at least asked. And I feel like they should have asked him from the beginning. Of I course they feel like he but shouldn't like, have sold he, his but, creative rights. Well, the thing is, he didn't want to do it when he sold it. He said he wanted to step away completely. I think after seven, he just like said you know what it, like if they ask me i'm gonna do it like maybe he had a change of heart again this is his this is his life's creation is, mm-hmm. is this story so like if i'm in his shoes i would like even if i'm not in power i'd still want to like i want, want you to ask me just so i can give my two cents you don't have to mm-hmm. do you don't have to take it you can whatever but i don't want to do it anymore like be the main guy um yeah. but i heard that uh he was going to be asked about future movies like the the, the other spinoff like side stories and stuff like that i heard that he was going to be like at least involved a little bit which and it's certainly like, are we gonna like live until he's done, and then we're just done with Star Wars, or like what? Because uh, I mean, we we made it through Episode Seven without him, and then Eight and Nine, we got at least he at least gave his opinion. They might not have taken it, but at least gave his opinion for those. Uh, hell, is Season Two of Mandalorian getting his opinion too? <laughs> I I don't know. It's I mean, yeah, probably when he's gone, the the ser- the, the the franchise might be gone. But I mean, like. I just hope they don't run. I just hope they don't run into the ground because, like, if if he ends up dying and like he doesn't give his opinion anymore and it just like falls off a fucking cliff and it's like I don't want that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess, I guess my thing is slow it down. Like we've now made three main movies, two side movies, a couple video games. Now us now uh, the Disney Plus show. Can we slow it down a little bit? Like yeah. just like every couple years, make a Star Wars thing, a video game, a movie, a show, whatever. But like, if you keep putting out everything, it's you know, it, it's like uh, Call of Duty games. Like when you keep putting out so many games over a very short period of time, it starts to water it down. Like, and that's mm-hmm. and then all the Call of Duty fans, just like Star Wars fans, start to complain. <laughs> like it, it's very similar. So yeah. slow it down. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> I think I think it is slowed down a good bit. I mean, we just launched the movie, the show, and the video game all within, like, three months of each other. And, like, yeah, we're definitely slowing down now. Um, We have the Ben Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, show coming out probably sometime next year. Um, I would think it would premiere around that. George Lucas is 75, by the way, so he's not a spring chicken. Oh, Jeez, that's old. I actually thought he was younger than that. To be I honest, thought, I mean, but well, he has to be—he has to be old enough because, yeah, like the the main actors, he was around a similar age. Mm-hmm. So yeah, seventy-five. I think that's old. 
trying to think of other things to talk about that I like again haven't seen in a while. So, um, um, there you mentioned something about uh, Palpatine and. He had he had a quote. I wrote down the quote: "All the Sith live in me." And I thought that was that felt a bit literal. I'm not sure. Um, I I like I took it more like metaphorical when I first heard it, but I guess if I have to think of it in a literal way, it's like I guess maybe. So as you know, Jedi Force ghosts. It's a thing. Like other Jedi can see other. Jedi that have fallen before, so I guess maybe to him the Sith, like he can talk to them, but he like they can't talk to others. Like, and again, it's always like that rule of two. So there's only normally him and somebody else, um, and then Kylo, like he was one, but he, like that was the whole thing with like him and Snoke while the Emperor's still alive. So like that whole rule of two, like it like filled like it, like it fixed itself by Kylo killing Snoke mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But actually, you know what? Like, not to derail the, the, the topic, but when Palpatine said, every voice you've ever heard to Kylo has been me, he, like, I created Snoke and stuff like that. It was, like, Snoke, like, literally not an th- actual person or anything like that? Like, was that, like, a complete, like, he made him, like, like that was, like, all his power. He made this character to be the person that swayed him away from the Jedi and Luke. And, like, then ultimately, like, he got Kylo to finally break and kill him, like, to make him stronger, I guess. Like, was mm-hmm. that, like, was that all him? Like, he literally created yes. him? Absolutely. So when, in, like, I swear, the first 15 minutes when Kylo goes into Palpatine's base, um, his castle, right, mm-hmm. we see we see tanks. And in the tanks are Snoke clones. Like, there's, that I was see what them gestating yeah. in the tanks. So he... He, he generated Snoke yeah. artificially, making clones. Like, because that's what he's been doing. I'm pretty sure all the people, a part of his cult, are all clones. Um, I mean, he had a whole fucking Roman like <laughs> arena like, but, of people worshiping yeah. him. So I guess, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. So I'm. He probably controlled him like a puppet. That's probably exactly like he just. Like, it was I, I like heard that. And I, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't appreciate it when I first heard it because I was like, it was all coming real, real fast. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh, okay. And I didn't really like delve into it until just, just now. It's like that makes a lot of sense. Like he, like I, I just assumed he like controlled Snoke. Like, like Snoke was just some guy, and he, yeah, he manipulated him. And then you know, through Snoke, he controlled Kylo. But yeah, like him literally <laughs> him yes. making Snoke, and then saying, <laughs> yeah. hey, he's your master, but quote this master. That's a genius. Yeah. yeah. Um, shit, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, you mentioned the, the Sith, Sith Force Ghost. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. the short answer, no. There aren't. Longer explanation. Um, maybe, maybe it's not a fact that there aren't, but uh, Sith have been studying so long to gain immortal life. That's what Plagueis and uh, Palpatine were trying to do. They were trying to create life through the Force, and like, and like parallel to that, try to extend their own life force. I thought Plagueis was able to do it because I thought that was the whole quote was like, "It's ironic, isn't it? He was able to prevent death. Well, no, he was able he was to able save to... save others, but he wasn't able to save himself. Yeah, he was, was able to it? prevent, yeah, save others, but not himself. Okay. Um, so yeah, he was uh. Shit, what were we saying? I was saying... Oh, yeah, so they, they were trying to do that, but um, I think... Because during, during their uh, their experiments with the dark side of the Force, um, they, I don't think this is canon anymore, but Plagueis and Palpatine were actually working together um, during the first couple episodes. So, like, during episode one, I think between episode one and two, Palpatine killed Plagueis, but I'm pretty sure Plagueis was alive around the events of episode one. I've never read anything about that, but I actually never really thought to look it up. Because I don't think Darth Maul was actually a Sith apprentice. I think he was a Sith assassin. 
so he wasn't. He does call him his his apprentice in the movie. Does he? Maybe in, in it the was first one, he does a manipulative ploy. It could have been. I mean, it, it just words. <laughs> like yeah, he could have just said it to, yeah, you know, like you said, manipulate. But th- th- he does, in fact, say like like you've done well, my apprentice. I forget what he was mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, it, I I see it. It might have been after the first Qui-Gon fight. It's it's like you know talking on a hologram. Yeah, like that was what it was. Yeah. Um, but on that on that line, they were doing these experiments and. When he said unconventional ways of like bringing life through the force, um, I think they were doing all these experiments that were failing. But it, this was this was very confusing. I'm not even sure if I entirely believe it. But um, basically, the amalgamation of all of their failed experiments created a disruption through the force that created Anakin in a womb of the person wait, wait, see that's why that's why i don't get is because he started going down a rabbit hole at this point like yeah and see this is the, this is the part where it's like it, it takes you know george lucas makes these movies and then he gives the rights to these authors who make these books and like it all tries to connect together and i don't know if you've like actually like you know looked at like one of the like the uh not really a tree i, I can't think of the word like uh just like a, a map almost of like how like events what, yeah exactly of like where books go where movies go where shows go where video games go and stuff like that. it is just a fucking mess yeah. so like so i'm I, they're gonna start contradicting each other is the whole point it's like you can't be yeah. perfect in that yeah um but you know they're they're trying to learn how to you know extend their life but they actually couldn't they they not not yet like past death um and we see at the end of episode three with Yoda and Obi-Wan, Yoda was saying, like, hey, I can teach you how to contact Qui-Gon through the Force. So, see, Qui-Gon... When does he say that? You've said that before, and I don't... Re- is it right at the end? Like, right before, uh, before they uh, Padme up. gives birth? or Oh, right before they separate with Leia and Luke. No, right... No, yes. no, no, you're right, you're right. No, I do remember he said something. Yeah, because, like, Obi-Wan's like, Qui-Gon. Like, I think he said, like, somebody's been reaching out to you or something along that mm-hmm. line. It's been Qui-Gon. Yeah, and Yoda offers Obi-Wan, um, like, the training to reach out to him. Because Qui-Gon actually learned the ability after death. So, like... I don't even like, want to begin to understand how he, that He died works, and but... he found out a way to, like be perceived in the real world as a force was he ghost. still lying there on the fucking floor when he like, like did dawn dawn I, I, and i love Qui-Gon. i'm yeah. just saying that's ridiculous like come on yeah i'm not i'm not exactly sure um like the how or was it when they burned his body like he's that when he figured it <laughs> no, out possibly <laughs> the coins on his eyes <laughs> um r.i.p liam Neeson. <laughs> but that was uh um because uh, I think Yoda even mentioned like he found out a way to you do this that that the Sith have not. Um, I mean, like Qui Gon did it with with the light side, like. That's and he, how they but were he was to. also he was a like he was mostly light, but he was kind of dark. Yeah, Mo- um, like the polar opposite of Dooku, mostly dark but a little light, like the, confused. Yeah, and Anakin exactly. was the middleman, exactly like, confused, and, and also Kylo. Do we call him? Dooku I guess was, we call him Ben now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm always going to yeah. refer to him as Kylo. Yeah, I will, I will too. But um, I mean, yeah, you you had to have known that Dooku was the master of Qui Gon, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why Qui Gon was so confused. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like Dooku had Qui Gon because uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, why can't is it Tyrannus? Yeah, it's Dark Tyrannus. Tyrannus. Yeah, because like he, yeah, he was, was his name Dooku when he was a Jedi? I can't yeah. actually remember his. Yeah, because that's sure. why they always refer to him as, but he's actually Dark Tyrannus. Yeah, they or still Tyrannus. call him Count Dooku, but yeah, that, when his his Sith name is Dark Tyrannus. Yeah, because he was under Yoda, and then he had Qui Gon, and then like his doubts about the Jedi, he passed that down to Qui Gon before he ultimately flipped, mm-hmm. and then like. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that like Qui Gon didn't pass that. Like, I I don't know. Obi Wan doesn't seem to have any doubt in well, Jedi. Obi Wan was a Padawan. I know, still. but so yeah, like, he's still a Padawan. But he was a Padawan under Qui Gon. So you like again, just like Dooku to Qui Gon, Qui Gon to mm-hmm. Obi Wan. Like, I'm surprised he didn't like pick up on some of that. Like, and like kind of take some of that traits. Maybe Obi Wan's like full Jedi, like full on that side. Like he, no matter what, even mm-hmm. to trying to fight Anakin. Maybe um, like after Dooku left. Well, th- I'm, I'm 
Mm. Dooku had to have left after... When did he leave? I was going to say he left after episode one, but then... Well, we I have don't a good even think we heard. I think... I don't know if it's in episode... Well, I think it's in episode one, I'm pretty sure, that he said he's found a new apprentice. Like, I don't know who he's... I think... No. It might have been after Maul dies. Is there a scene with... Oh, you know? And he's like, I oh, found a new apprentice, which was right. Dooku, ultimately. But it also was kind of foreshadowing Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. Like, he's hmm. found him. He just can't I wonder get if it meant yet. two things. And it meant both things. It can mean two things. Again, it's just words. <laughs> that means two things. That means two things. Yeah. So, like, I okay. So, we'll, we've delved into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mystery solved. Another one solved, Watson. <laughs> um... So that's all going back to how this started. Uh, that's why I don't think there are Sith Force ghosts. Um, and I feel like that Palpatine somehow found a way to gain the knowledge of the Sith before him. Quote all. Not exactly sure what that means. Are you Maybe sure? Are you saying like some... he this the Sith prior to him? Or are you saying like like he used that? Like all of those Sith live within him, or his pred like his his Padawan, well, not Padawan, but his. Uh, he said, "All Sith live in me." Yeah, I was I was just thinking everybody. Before, I was thinking everybody after him, everyone he trained, everything like that. I like, was thinking before. It could be read either way. It could it could be both it before be both, yeah. and after. I mean, the guy was incredibly powerful. Well, when um, it comes down to it, I mean, I don't know. I haven't read the really really old stuff, but it's like. Has there ever been anybody who's done what he's done? Like, I heavily doubt it. Not really, no. It's like I mean, way before then, there was like Darth Revan, who was like probably the greatest Sith to ever live. Um, yeah, and, I, and obviously, I know somebody who's read like every single fucking book that's ever been written. So I'm sure he would correct me. But again, those books aren't lore anymore. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. It's all up to opinion at this point yeah. until somebody proves those opinions wrong with text or film. So. I guess it's up to up for debate. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to um, think of other things in the movie that. Um, um, mm. Oh, yeah, the well, um. <laughs> I I didn't like the interaction at the end with Ray and Kylo. Uh, it felt very incestual. So. <laughs> well, you didn't like the cast. No, it felt, as I said, it felt incestual. I mean, yeah, we have Leia and Luke, but they didn't, they didn't know. I mean, we've discussed this since before even 8 came out, that my theory was always that they were brother and sister. I thought they were both Han and Leia's kids. So, like, and that's why they never, like, made it apparent either way. Mm -hmm. So I always thought that. Um, when, that's why I was glad in the middle of the movie, Kylo t tells Rey of her true lineage and everything like that. Um, which still, to this day, it still surprised me. I feel like you actually kind of guessed this. I can't remember, but I feel like you made like a point, like maybe it's this, and I'm like, that's that's dumb. But, I like, I do vaguely remember. I feel like you called that, like that, and um, I I definitely did not. I was like, I was like, there's no fucking way. To be more specific, we're talking about uh, Ray's origins and that the fact that she is a Palpatine. She is the daughter of. Palpatine's kids. Yeah, in which I, kid, I thought kid. there was no chance in hell that that was actually the case, but here we are. I'm wrong because <laughs> I'm dumb. Um, but yeah, I thought that they were brother and sister the entire time. They have this connection. They can literally like affect their force projections to each other, can like literally affect where they can hand things off to each other and stuff like that, or they can feel the rain on their hand and everything like that, which is exactly what Luke and Leia can do because with evidence in episode eight where Luke hands off that like the that dice. bracelet dice bracelet or whatever mm -hmm. to Leia. Like, so I was like, okay, this is like mirror image. So I thought that was totally the case again, wrong. Um, but because of, because of all that, I thought that was like the case, but again, okay, now I'm rambling, mm -hmm. but um, in part nine, yeah, it shows that like, you know, she's a Palpatine. So at that point you can clearly tell they're not related. So like looking back on all their interactions, knowing they're not related, there's and and actually uh my fiance actually pointed this out after watching the movie is like i'm kind of glad that they actually like had that kiss because they've had a lot of sexual tension the entire time and it made me True. think back and it's like you know what they kind of did it did like it they kind of did, did have that little sexual tension they're obviously on different sides and everything like that so like, like a dom thing but <laughs> either way but um yeah so i guess to me it fit and at the very least they both saved each other's lives 
in the thick of battle despite mm-hmm. being enemies and then they were teammates at the very end it's like you know what and again it's not a star wars flick without a little bit of love mm-hmm. with episode two being too much fucking love <laughs> get so, out of uh, here attack of the clones <laughs> yeah. we never liked you the, the ending i like the ending better. that's it the ending is great that's yeah. it and, well the obi-wan boba fett fight and the ending that's it yeah. um but yeah so i guess having a little bit is of love at the fett? end Django fett <laughs> I'm ashamed. Django Fett. R.I.P. The blue one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But yeah, so like having a little bit of love at the end, I do. I get it. it again, it's Star Wars. You're going to get the same stuff a little bit each time. So I liked that. I, I guess that's where we disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, again, and I said this off air, I was just glad that after she gave Kylo or Ben the kiss, she didn't go back to Finn <laughs> because there's a lot of hints throughout the, <laughs> these movies that like they might end up together. And there's moments where like her and Poe would end up together. I'm just glad that she didn't go back and be like, oh, well, Ben's dead. I'm just going to go with one of these guys. It's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> Despite the fact that Finn didn't go with Rose and Poe didn't... Uh, uh, did she? Did he go back to like that old ex-girlfriend he worked well, with her? Like, there was they, little, little hints. Yeah, so like when he left the uh, that planet, he was like, gonna get a kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cheeky-like. And but then she came like, back to help him. out of here. Um, at, during the Della celebration, when they went back to their base, um, they just looked at each other from a distance, and he was like, "Could give me some sugar? Want to have some six? <laughs> <laughs> Victory six? Anyway, um, but yeah, so uh, I, that was the one thing. And again, she, uh, my fiance, also agreed. Was we both agreed right at the end? That was one of the first things we talked about. It's like, thank God, Ray didn't just go back and be like, well. <laughs> Hey, Finn, I've always had the hots for you. <laughs> or like, oh, tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> I'm just glad none of that happened. Yeah. That was a good ending where, like, you know, she doesn't get it with anybody, and that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to have it. That's true. Um, this The thing I, as I mentioned, I think it's ancestral. So we have the Palpatine lineage, and we have the Anakin Skywalker lineage. So we have... Uh, Anakin, the grandfather of Kylo, whose mother was the daughter of Vader. And then we have Palpatine, who had, I don't know how many kids he had at the minimum. He had two. Anakin is one of his kids. He created him through the Force. He even calls him son. I don't know if you caught that in episode three, I'm pretty sure. And even like probably in episode two, he refers to Anakin as a son. Wouldn't you think that, that might just be like a little bit of just verbiage because he doesn't have a dad? He never had one. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he has one, but he never yeah, had one. It's an immaculate conception. Think about it like this Mother Virgin, Mother Mary had Jesus. Jesus was the son of God. God, it's a parallel that they were doing. Okay, I guess I can read you a little bit, but when it comes down to it, if we're going to go the religion route, Adam and Eve, we're all related at this point. So uh, let's just get off that a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. It was just a parallel that I was making. In I can, how, like, I can see it, I guess, thing. but I don't know. I've never, like, at the very least, the, you know, if he was born through the force and stuff like that, he created him. Doesn't mean he's his dad. It's just like a scientist making. A test tube, baby. There you go. (laughs) Think of Arrested Development. (laughs) So, spoiler alert. (laughs) uh, So, like, think of it that way. So, like, yeah, maybe he's his father, but, like, not actual biological dad. So, I get, like, if you put that in your your mind, maybe you'll feel a little less uncomfortable (laughs) with the kiss. And, Um, again, it's just a kiss. They didn't make a baby. (laughs) They just kissed. And, again, if we're going to – honestly, it brings back full circle with Luke and Leia because they kissed and they didn't know. Yeah. Well, they didn't know, right? Ray and Kylo didn't know. I mean, they should have. They both knew that. You know, I don't think they're connecting walker. the dots after they just killed the fucking emperor. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not like thinking logically. Yeah. They're like they heed the moment. Um, but there was something very. Uh, you mentioned the relationship between those two and the relationship between Luke and Leia. Yeah, and they're they're kind of parallels, but of course not identical mirrors of each other. Um, Which is why smart guy me, I was like, oh man, this looks so fucking similar. Of course, <laughs> this is the case. Um, Wrong. But the so, so, I don't know who I heard this from. It was uh, someone from like a YouTube channel I watch frequently. Um, Might have been a Star Wars theory. A uh, super great channel. Love them. Um, 
but I think he trademark. Made, yes, trademark. <laughs> trademark. Um, I think uh, he said something like, "It's not just a Skywalker saga; it's a Skywalker Palpatine saga." Because with mean, every hero, you have a villain, and they've been through all nine movies. Yeah, and, and now Palpatine's you bring been in both every of them. one outside of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you bring both of them together in the same movie and they're like at you know opposing odds and have no idea and they have this really strong connection with each other and that's also palpatine's biggest plan is the big con he he was like oh kylo ren help me out with this thing go kill her master manipulator the entire time was manipulation for every single person he's met and even at the very end when he was like kill me and she was like about to like go over yeah and then she didn't kill him and then that, that was his entire plan but yeah his manipulation even go. came to that point i thought at the like he initially said he's like i didn't bring you here to for you to for you to die, die. I, yeah. I, I brought you here for you to kill me like and like he was literally manipulating her to doing it by saying like if you don't kill me and take over this force of all these like star destroyers and everything like that, all your friends are going to die. So, and she even agrees. She literally like nods her head. She's mm-hmm. about to do it until Ben comes over and saves the day. Yep. Like for at least for the he time. Even, he even mentions how there's a Palpatine and a Skywalker and how strong they are in the force because of their lineage. And then he, I mean, I, I just still think that like, I, I think that's more, they're the two strongest lineages in all of the universe, Palpatine, Skywalker brought mm-hmm. together and they have this connection together because again, all nine movies have had these two names throughout. And then you finally have these two working together for the first time. That wasn't for the f- like 30 seconds that Vader decided to help. Uh, well, actually no, that's, that's not okay. So sorry. When I say that there was a Skywalker working with a Palpatine in the first trilogy. Yeah. But again, it was manipulation. And it was a one over the other. It was the first time there was an equal with a Skywalker and a mm-hmm. Palpatine working together, like equals. Yes. So, and that and that was the only thing that could bring down the most powerful thing in the universe, which was this zombie robot yeah, Palpatine. Palpatine. <laughs> what I actually love about Palpatine and actually all the Sith, they all seem to have a fatal flaw. Um, maybe it's like one or two, but with Darth Maul, we have his rage. And the fact that he was always so angry, and that was... You said Maul? Yeah, Maul. That was his downfall. I always think it was arrogance. Yeah, it could be that, too. Um, Where he decides to take on two Jedi at once. He he decides to fight Qui-Gon with only half his saber. He kicks Kenobi's uh, uh, Kenobi's saber off the edge, and then just, like, sits there and just, like, taunting him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I think it's arrogance more than it. Yeah, it could could be that, too. Um, But when I get to, like, Vader, it was his confliction between the light and dark that was his biggest flaw and when it comes to palpatine all his losses have come from overconfidence we check out um episode six and he's so confident in himself that he was like vader's never gonna flip like he was blinded the fact that he couldn't even sense vader was gonna turn on him Mm -hmm. he was so confident in the fact that he had won and we have the same thing here in episode nine. He was so incredibly confident that he had won that he didn't even notice. Like even, even I think I mentioned either before, uh, before we started recording, um, I predicted at the very end where they were clashing lightning and lightsaber. She pulled the second lightsaber that Kylo Leia's had. Saber. Oh yeah, and uh, had that was lightsaber, yeah. And like that was. That was something so easy that he could have, like, sensed, but he was so overconfident about it that I think... Oh, I mean, like... Not that you're wrong, I I totally agree, is the fact that, like, again, at least in this instance, in this movie, he has been plotting this for 30 years. (laughs) Like, every fucking... T and I have been crossed and dotted on his plan. Like, mm-hmm. like, like you have all this amount of time to just sit there and watch and wait and wait for the right time and wait for Kylo to get so conflicted to the point and like distraught. And now he's the leader, so like, and then you know what he wants and stuff like that. So like, you can get him in. Ray's finally like strong enough where she can you know 
end up killing him and him taking over. Like he has done this planning for how fucking mm-hmm. long? And he should be so, confident. He should exactly. be very yeah. proud. Yeah. So like at that point, and now he's literally standing at the at the precipice of his entire plan. Like. I can see where he's just like it's final year. Like I'm literally seconds away from this happening. Like, so I guess you can see a little bit of overlooking at that point. Yeah, and that's that's something I really liked about that. Um, that take on it. We've been going for almost an hour. You wanna? Um, it's about an hour and four minutes. I think we should kind of call it here. Call it there. Yeah. Hold on. Just check it real quick. Oh, you mentioned the quick. Uh, like oh, or all your friends will die if you don't kill me. Yeah, and I thought I called that the uh, I wrote it down as the classic "watch your friends die" trope because he did that with Luke. He was like in the Death Star. He's like, "We're gonna watch your all your friends die," and then he kept on taunting him, trying to kill him. He did the exact same thing with Luke, and he did the same thing with with Ray. Well, we even had tonight. Vader uh, anger Luke into fighting him. Like, mm-hmm. not that Vader knew that he was trying to bait him into killing him because that's what ultimately what Palpatine wanted was for Luke to kill Vader so he can get a stronger uh, apprentice and everything like that. But like, he was like, Hey, Vader kind of pushes buttons a little bit. And he was, and that's what angered Luke into even fighting him in the first place in episode at the end of episode six. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the whole thing is just like, you're going to do what I want. (laughs) Like, cause I'm going to piss you off enough or make you feel bad enough. And then you're going to do what I want. Classic abusive relationship. (laughs) Yeah, good stuff. All right, well, that will be the end of the test run. Um, Goodbye. (laughs) Bye-bye.